I'm Sydney. And I'm Julie. And this is Restaurant and Retail Revelations. with another episode of Restaurant and Retail Revelations. And if you have found yourself here by surprise or hopefully not mistake, Restaurant and Retail Revelations is a podcast and it's brought to you by Revel Systems, the leading provider of the iPad-based point of sale platform that is in the industry today. And this podcast features subject matter experts from all different kinds of restaurant and retailers. They bring many years of experience and great applicable knowledge for folks who either have a curiosity about restaurants and retail or are perhaps endeavoring on their own business ventures in either of those spaces. So it's just really exciting for me to learn a little bit more myself. And I have the absolute pleasure of co-hosting this podcast with Julie Holkeboer. Julie. Yeah, thanks, Sydney. Um, And I'll give a little bit more background on Steve in case you missed episode one, but Steve is a tenured executive in the food and beverage industry and he brings with him experience across both franchising and corporate-operated quick-service restaurants, and most recently was the CEO of Focus Brands. So today, Steve serves on Revel's advisory board. We're so happy to have his expertise in our corner uh, and excited to have him on episode two today. Definitely. So in episode one, in case you missed it, we really did focus on whether or not you should franchise, if that is something that is on the consideration table for you. And this week, we're going to jump a little bit more into the weeds. Again, we'll be featuring another clip from a recorded conversation with Steve, but this time we'll focus more on the framework and level setting that goes into figuring out whether or not you've got what you need to get started with franchising. So hopefully this is for the folks who answered yes to that whether or not question from last week. And you know, one thing that this sparks in me, it's just, uh, I'm thinking back to lemonade stands and being a kid and that seemingly universal entrepreneurial spirit that so many of us have to get something up and running. Obviously, you know, this is um, a far cry from the the lemonade stands uh, that we know, but I, you know, Julie, did you have experience doing that as a kid? Yes. I, I love that sentiment. You know, you, you pull your mom and dad in as your core investors, you have to gather the ingredients. You have to, of course, market and you know convince your neighbors to make a purchase at your business. I think that's such a fun comparison. And while franchising in the real world isn't probably quite as easy as opening up a lemonade stand, I do think that the spirit is similar and it's really about seeing a concept through. Exactly. I think that's the whole point. So yeah, obviously lemonade stand is nowhere near the level of what we're talking about today. <laughs> But it was just a kind of a fond memory. I think so many of us do have that kind of innate desire to see a concept through and and put our stamp on it. And so I'm excited to hear more from Steve about, you know, the the bones and the framework that you also need to have in place before you can actually move forward with something and expect to see success. So with that, we will hear a little bit more from Steve, who will speak to this at a much, much higher level. Here's Steve. Have you benchmarked? Have you made extensive plans? Have you talked to others? Do you understand all of your other costs that you'll be incurring that you didn't incur as company ops 
but you would incur as franchise ops because there are offsetting costs. You have legal costs, you have uh, uh, your initial fees uh, set up your franchising, you have annual tracking and annual reporting costs in your FDDs, which are not trivial, getting the FDDs through the approval processes, uh, tracking all of that. Uh, we'll have a, an, an, you'll see a jump in your legal costs and some of your other administrative costs that you, you probably don't have today. Not that you don't have some legal costs to be anywhere in business today. We have some, but those will, those will go up. So make sure you've done your benchmarks and, and you've modeled not just the four walls, but you've modeled your business with those costs. Do you have a comprehensive operations manual? This is really important. You probably thought I would say, do you have an ironclad franchise agreement? But I'm gonna say that's a given that you've got a good franchise agreement. Most of them are plenty of models out there. You can do that. What's really important is so much of your franchise agreement is going to point back to your operating manual. And your operating manual is important to you because it becomes the, the arbiter of a conversation. You think it's for telling people how to run the business, but I've seen too many operating manuals, both digital and paper that were never cracked open after the franchise was opened. Uh, they only get cracked open when someone says on page 25, section 1.2, you are obligated to do X, Y, and Z. And we're now going to have a debate about that because you're not doing X, Y, and Z between you and your franchisee. And so you want your operating manual to be comprehensive in the sense that if you have to go there and you don't want to do that, picking the right franchisees, hopefully, and over the long term, hopefully, is more than sufficient, but sometimes it is not. And when it is not, and your brand's not, not being delivered to your standards, you need a point of reference. And that's what your operating manual does for you. Are your four wall economics really nailed down? Earlier I said, you need to know the why, the what, and exactly where you win. Now I'm talking about the four walls. And so do you really understand your building costs? Do you really understand your cash startup requirements? Do you really understand the range of expected annual returns on an average box, on an average unit put in the marketplace? Not your best unit. That's the ones you'll wanna showcase in your FDDs and your disclosures, but you need to be really candid about what's, the, what, what's really the average and what's the low end look like. And, and in there, is there room for a franchisee to be financially successful, to get an, get an attractive enough return on their investment? Have you looked at and do you have a sense of uh, the, the, the impacts of alternative channels? And what I mean by that is some, some cases you can go into captive market like airports. It can be great, but you don't get the franchise fees typically that you would get outside on the street side. Um, but also just the impact, which those of you who are all in this business know this even better than I do, because I have, I have been on the sidelines for just about a year now watching the COVID effect that you could give me a, a webinar on. Uh, but the cost of delivery, as you know, is huge. And how is it going to change? And how is it going to affect your business? Because it's probably around to stay for a while. Uh, so doing that seamlessly, having great tech to do that is like really important. And so have you, are you there? Are you, are you investing in that along with your partners? Um, understand performance swings in the market. And um, it's even though what you will want to put in your FDD and your first disclosures, if you're going down the franchising path will be your best look at the world. 
do your own pressure testing so you understand what downsides look like as well. Um, another point, how strong is your marketing? Uh, you'll you'll want to you'll want to require a percentage of your sales as an advertising fund. Um, frankly, today you'll want to you'll want to consider having a percentage of your sales, maybe small, or at least have the right to also have a tech fund. Because I don't think tech expenses should be seen any differently than marketing expenses, in my view. Uh, backing into that after the fact is really hard. We had seven brands and it was really hard to begin to assess a tech fee uh, to our franchisees. But at some point, there's the ongoing tech that they're gonna pay through through their systems. That's not part of your tech fee, but development is always gonna be front and center for your franchise, you as a franchisor, and you're gonna want to be compensated for some piece of that. Uh, and so um, understand that you need to layer that in plus your franchise fee when you start thinking about the economics for each of your franchisees. In other words, um, if you, you layer in a, a, a marketing fee, a franchise fee, and a tech fee, and take that out of your margins today, and then look at your net cash flows after that, what's that return feel like on your four-wheel economics? Because that is a really good asset test of are we ready or not? Are there some things we need to work on? And finally, I'll, I'll stop in this point to say, um, uh, again, it's the cultural question, but readiness really has to do with, are you ready to hand your brand off to someone else on Monday morning uh, with an operating manual, a couple of weeks of training, and, and you have confidence they can do it. And I think in the early days, that's usually pretty easy to do because what comes to you are enthusiasts, customers who love your brand, customers who've been in your, 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 your operations and your restaurants, customers that, and that are gonna come with that passion. And, and by the way, they're gonna be, they're gonna be generally very um, good and attractive franchisees to have. But, but down the road in the future, you'll start to sell franchises to people who don't have those same levels of passion, but you become anxious because you're ready to grow in a new area and enter a new market. And in those new markets and in new areas, you won't necessarily always get that same passion. And so you have to say, if I don't count on passion, can I do it with the, the quality of my operations, my understanding, my ability to support uh, those operations? Wow, some really great insights from Steve on this episode. So, you know, for those of you who have definitively decided to move forward with franchising and are looking at those critical boxes you need to check prior to jumping in and opening your doors for the first time, whether it's the comprehensive operating manual or even nailing down the concept of four wall economics and of course conducting your pressure tests along the way. There are just some great insights from Steve in this episode on those many factors to consider. So appreciate his time and expertise as always. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we want to give a very special thanks to the people that make these episodes and insights possible. So that's our guest speaker today, Steve DeSutter, of course, and as always, our producer, David Gamber. So if you're listening, thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Restaurant and Retail Revelations and check back soon for new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.